Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions while he gave me the teachings I share here. Most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Hetave Jagatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmahi Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own essence, your own divine essence and beingness, O Shiva. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. Authentically you. Yoga promises that you will know your own self, your own core essence and beingness. Consider, how do you come to know anything? Like how a kiwi tastes. You have to taste it. Or like how to ride a bicycle. You have to do it. So how do you know your own self, your inherent divinity? You must experience self in order to know self. But where is it? What color is it? How big is this thing we call self? It's inside. It has no color and all colors and beyond color. 
It's bigger than the universe, yet fully inside you. And it is not an it. Self is your own self. Self is you. Self is you while simultaneously being the self of everyone and everything. The one self is being all selves while being you and being me. This means it is bigger than a bread box and smaller than a bread box. You can't pick it up and carry it, but you take it everywhere you go. Oh, wait, it's not an it. So self, as is described in an Upanishad, is smaller than the small, greater than the great. Hidden in the hearts of all living creatures. Anora niyan mahato mahiya natmasya jantur nihito guhayam. Self, smaller than the small, greater than the great, is hidden in the hearts of all living creatures. Kato Panishai. 1.2.20. So where do you look? You look in your heart. But your heart is not merely the blood pump in your chest, not merely your ability to love, not merely your heart center or heart chakra. What is your heart? This famous verse is speaking of the heart of your being, your essence your inherent divinity, you look inside. When you first look inward, you find the turbulence of your mind, not to mention the turbulence of your heart. And like looking at the ocean with waves churning on the surface, all you see is the turbulence. You can't see deeper. Yet you yearn to, you yearn to know. You yearn to be full. You yearn to be authentically you. It is your own essence you're looking for. This means it is remarkably important to see more deeply inward. It is of the greatest importance. Even urgent, especially if you're in pain, or needing healing and support as you go through a life process. And life is always a process. It is your own self that gives you the fortitude, the gumption, the resiliency, and the resolve to keep going. Your own self gives you heart. You gotta have heart. All you really need is heart. You are supported from within. Like with a potter making a pot on a potter's wheel. The potter takes a lump of clay and smashes it onto their potter's wheel. Then they begin spinning it and they smash it a little, pound on it a little more. Then they pour some water on it and stick their thumb at the top while it's spinning to make a hole. And as the clay spins and spins, they gouge out a hole for their hand to reach down into. And on the outside, they're poking and they're prodding, even using sticks and stones to make indentations. All the while, their other hand 
is supporting and lifting from the inside. That inner hand is the hand of God. It is the hand of the guru lifting and supporting you in the midst of life. Let's stick with the pot analogy. So the potter completes the pot and takes it off the wheel. What makes the pot valuable is the space inside. Without that, it's just a lump of clay. It's the inner space that matters. For the pot, that space can be filled with flowers or seashells or maybe spare coins that you're collecting. For you, the inner space is the spaciousness of self, the vastness of consciousness, the deeper dimension where you find your own beingness, that which is beyond who you think you are. I must affirm that you are everything you think you are. Some of those things you think about yourself make you happy. Some do not. Most do not. I'll describe your thoughts about yourself like the writing on the outside of the pot. Anyone looking at the pot could be fascinated by everything depicted there. You certainly are. But it's the space inside the pot. That matters. So you have to look deeper than your mind to find your own self. That which has always existed. That which has never not existed. That which is being all while being you. Oh, Shiva. Your mind cannot know the self. Just like the outside of the pot cannot know the space inside. The outside of your pot only knows what's written on it, all the thoughts in your mind, all your history and all your imagined futures. The outside of your pot is analogous to your mind. Your mind cannot know your own self. It's like being on an ocean cruise, holed up in your little cabin, looking through a porthole. You cannot see the whole ocean through that little window. Even from the deck of the ship, you cannot see the whole ocean. You can see lots of it, but there's more than you can see. So no matter how busy your mind is, it can never hold the whole. No matter how expanded your mind becomes, it can never hold the whole of your own self. So how will you know your own self? Self knows self. It's an inner knowing. Your own self is the one self that knows all while being all. This one self is the one. The one divine reality, that which is the source from which all this has come, that which is the substance of which all this is made. Your own self is beingness itself, that which exists. Yet it is knowingness itself, 
in its beingness, self knows its own beingness. So it knows all it becomes. Except it's not an it. It is you. The proper name for your own self is me. And when me knows me, there's a wholeness, an authenticity that makes everything work. It's all about knowing your own self. There are two ways to know your own self. One is by emptying. The other is by filling. Many of the meditative systems are about emptying. Leave the world behind. Get rid of what you've got. Don't chase after more. Empty yourself until there's nothing left but the divine essence that's already there. Using my pot analogy, you break the pot. Then the space inside the pot becomes one with the space outside. You are consciousness. This is not what we're doing here. This meditative system is not about emptying. It's about filling. But you don't fill the pot from outside. Shaktipat initiation makes the space inside expand, even glow and arise to fill you from the inside out. You get so full that you overflow filling the space around you as well, just like a light bulb shines light all around. And you're so full that you don't feel needy anymore. Need, greed, and fear dissolve in the light of consciousness that is arising within, setting you free. In this extraordinary freedom, you are free from what used to hold you back and keep you small, plus... You are free to love, to care, and to share. My Baba describes it this way. When the self is limitless, unborn, and eternal, how can it be known? Only through the medium of Shakti can we gain entry to the self. Shakti is the pathway to God. Shakti is the energy of consciousness the divine energy that arises within once you've received Shaktipat. It's called Shaktipat. <laughs> How do you know that this divine energy is arising? You have meditation experiences. One of the earliest and most delicious ones for many people is deep meditation. You say the mantra a few times and bloom. You dive into the deeper dimensions of your own beingness. You may even think you fell asleep. This happened to me when I went to my Baba's meditation center. They told me to repeat the mantra silently inside. I got maybe four or five reps through my mind. Not at all sure I was doing it right, but giving it a go. And then I was gone. So deep that I didn't even know I was deep. After a bit, I surfaced. It's like bobbing up. And I didn't know what to do. They were all still meditating, but I was done. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. So I'll tell you now, here's what you do. (laughs) 
If your meditation takes you deep within and you bob up before everyone else, repeat mantra again. Mantra took you in the first time, so it will work again. And if your meditation isn't so deep, keep repeating mantra as it is filling you with consciousness, even in dimensions you don't yet recognize. In other words, for meditation, do more mantra. And I'll give you detailed instructions on how to do this when we're starting our meditation today. So Baba said, when the self is limitless, unborn, and eternal, how can it be known? Only through the medium of Shakti can we gain entry to the self. Shakti is the pathway to God. Shakti, the energy of consciousness, loves the mantra. Mantra is a sacred phrase, a holy phrase in itself, but best of all, it holds the Shakti. So when you repeat mantra, it calls your inner Shakti to arise. It is the Shakti, the divine energy that takes you deep. Where is deep? Deep is inside your own beingness. You become you. How do you know it's working? You know by your own experience. Another thing that happens for many people is that you get hot. Unexplainably, even suddenly, very, very hot. This is the energy climbing your spine, but unfortunately running into gunk along the way. So this energy named Kundalini burns up the gunk to set you free, and you get hot for a while. Then it passes. Baba explains that these are the effects of Shakti. You recognize that you are drawing closer to your own self by these effects. He said Shakti is the face of Shiva. When we look at someone's face, we know who he is. And in the same way, when we perceive the Shakti working within We come to know God. He goes on. That's why it is essential to awaken the inner Kundalini Shakti. It is Shaktipat. It's an initiation that awakens this energy of consciousness within you, Kundalini Shakti. This awakening is what distinguishes the difference between the path of emptying and the path of filling. The awakening puts you on the Shaktipat path. The goal is authenticity, wholeness, beingness, and the knowing of your own beingness from the inside out. When you know who you really are, you recognize that your own self is the self of all. Your inner vastness expands to hold the whole universe. Instead of being on a path of emptying where you get rid of the universe, we're on a path of filling, being filled by the arising of consciousness within to discover the whole universe is within you. Again, let's see how Baba says it. According to Shaivism, 
When one acquires the strength of kundalini, one expands infinitely. And then one assimilates this whole universe. One is able to see the whole universe within one's own self. One no longer remains a limited, bound creature. One achieves total union with God. One merges with Shiva and becomes Shiva. It's not that you merge with someone or something different from you, because Shiva is who you already are and always have been. Shiva is the name you use when you look outside and see the divine. Shiva is the name of self when you look inside and see who you are. So you merely discover who you have always been. Authenticity. You discover that the space inside the pot is one with the space outside the pot. There were never two spaces, only that they appeared to be two. Wholeness. You love it when someone sees you, when they really see you, and when they hear you. You love the feeling you get when someone knows you. But I want you to know you. For when you know you, at the deepest level within, you know God. Enlightenment. Self-realization. This is not a process of mastery. It's not about conquering God. It's not even about fighting with God or with your own self. You already know how to do that. This is a process of settling into yourself. You don't reject anything about you, not where you've been, not what you've done, not what you want, not who you know, or even who you think you are. You simply ease into your greatness. In this month's teachings article, I described it this way. Yoga taught me how to relax. Yoga taught me how to breathe. Yoga taught me how to be present inside my own skin. It was my first step toward yoga's promised state of constant bliss. Yes, inner bliss ousted neediness. I remember when I used to be needy. I couldn't be generous because I always felt empty. I lived in constant anxiety, though I didn't recognize it, probably because everyone around me did too. Fear is what kept me moving. Whether money or relationships were motivating me, I worked hard at measuring up. Yet when things went well, my success didn't ease my fear. It's like I lived on red alert. Until yoga, that is. Yoga taught me how to relax. Yoga taught me how to breathe. (sighs) Yoga taught me how to be present inside my own skin. 
It was my first step toward yoga's promised state of constant bliss. Yoga gives you authenticity and wholeness. This empowers you. Consciousness arises within and overflows into your life, becoming an open-heartedness that motivates your actions. You may find that you want to give more, to do more, to share more with others. Now, you truly are a yogi in the world. Authenticity and wholeness is found in self-knowingness. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhavanamo Namaha.